Scruggs in the paint. No. Kunkel's got it for the win. Yes! Adam Kunkel did it! O-M-G! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Roll Blob Podcast presented by The Broken Anchor with Andy, Coop, and Cap. I'm Cap. Fellas, how are we? I'm normal. Good. I think I may have just had the best weekend of my life. So I am, I'm on cloud fucking 10. Andy never bringing hyperbole, so we know we can take that to the bank. Uh, Coop is back in the building. Coop, appreciate you coming back. Uh, we didn't rap, if you didn't know. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed. And, uh, you know, there I was on Wednesday enjoying my lunch break, going to Skyline to get my Cholitos. Good man. And I'm listening to the Roll Blob Pod. And then it's brought to my attention that I was fired. How am I going to get <laughs> fired on my day off? And I did. So there I was sobbing in my car mm-hmm. over lunch. And then I had to go to Twitter. And then I realized, you know what? These guys, these guys would be nothing without me. So here I am. <laughs> and we, we came crawling back. But, uh, you know, it's business. You know, it's, it's a dog-eat-dog world out here. And I'm a shark yeah. who eats doggy dogs. <laughs> we don't need cats. We don't need no meows. All right, everybody, we're going to get back on topic a little bit. Hey, real quick, real quick, shameless plug. Give us a review if you like what you're doing and talk about how horny you are. Please do it. Uh, anyway, guys, Kunkel had to hurry. He hurried. He hurried fast. And that's cash. <laughs> that's cash, baby. We keep wanting to turn this into like a, you know, talk about broader topics and all this kind of stuff. But Xavier keeps making us talk about Xavier. And I don't care about that. It's my podcast. I'll talk about Xavier if I want to. They just keep reeling us back in. Like we're like we're never done with Xavier. Always ready to talk about sure. Xavier, but we want to give more of a broader, a uh, more <laughs> worldwide, global. <laughs> yeah, um, I hear what you're saying. More bird. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying, Andy. I, I definitely hear what you're saying. A more high up view, more bird's eye view. But at the same time, though, like if Xavier gets a buzzer beater, number one player on Sports Center, we're gonna hone in on that. Like I feel like normally we'll do like you know especially during the college basketball season, you'll get more Xavier. But I feel like normally it'd be like, I don't know, 30, 40, 50% of the podcast. And right now it's been like 90. And I have no issues with that at all. I actually might prefer it. Me too. It's what makes uh, me most excited. So I think that's going to be our main topic is just how awesome Xavier basketball is right now. And honestly, the contrast of a different school about three miles away, because um, it's just not awesome over there, which is awesome. Uh, so that's great. And then also the NBA is back. So we're going to talk about things. We're also going to talk about uh, really clean hits on TikTokers. Can't so that's wait. just good stuff. Can't wait. But with that, here's the intro. Let's go. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Let's go. All right, welcome to the podcast. Merry Christmas, boys and girls. Little Christmas edition of the Roblox podcast. Boys, how's your Christmas season going? I haven't asked you. You know, it's been wonderful, especially this past weekend. I think it was 
really a perfect weekend um, on the sports side of things, at least. I don't know about you, Andy. I know Notre Dame got spanked like boys, but, hey, they're in the playoffs. Andy, before the season, you're going to the playoff. I bet he would have taken that. And, I mean, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take the number four team in the country. I'm not sad. I mean, of course, I was pissed off about how the game went on Saturday. I mean, it went mainly how everybody expected. Um, but it was a typical Brian Kelly championship game. Um, so hopefully we learn from that and don't repeat it or else we might get hung 70 on by Alabama. It's going to be rough. But I have no <laughs> expectations. <laughs> I think that's how you should feel going into a Notre Dame-Alabama game. I will tell you, though, I feel like this is a big game for Notre Dame, though, because I feel like if they get another no-show in the playoff, it's really going to hurt their perception, which is stupid because Alabama's crazy good. Yeah, this is the worst year to have to have a game against Alabama determine a big part of your future. Yeah, because I feel like <laughs> if they get spanked again, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, they don't belong." You I know, mean, people already say that, right? I mean, smart. Yeah, just thinking of the fact <laughs> that Alabama has three Heisman Trophy candidates. So. <laughs> They're loaded, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be wild, man. And also in college football, I mean, so like you said, Coop, everyone's winning in the state of Ohio. Like your Buckeyes. Yeah. Yeah, the Buckeyes win the Big Ten Championship Saturday. Later in Saturday, uh, Desmond Ritter and the UC Bearcats win the uh, – what's the, what's the conference called again? The Conference uh, of Misfit Toys. Yeah, the Conference of Misfit Toys. They win that championship over um, – Tulsa. Tulsa, yeah. So, um, they didn't make the playoff, though. Um, well, that sucks. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't close, Andy and Cap. I mean, you have to be in the top four. They're in the top eight. Like, even if they expanded the playoff to eight teams, they'd, they'd be the last team in. It, it's sad to see, but, I mean, it's just what happens when you're in the, the group of five. I mean, yeah, I, I that's, saw a bunch that's of tweets. good for a group of five. I saw a bunch of tweets, and it's just a shame to see a mid-major get a snub, you know. So what you're saying is both their football team and their basketball team are in the first four out. I don't even know if you see gets to really the first doubt four their out. basketball teams in the first four out. Maybe the CBI. Goodman <laughs> said they wouldn't make his top one fifty right now. Yeah, but other than that, you know, Saturday, good uh good day for the two big, well, one big and one medium sized college football team. And Xavier women covered Ohio. That is Not true. Bad. Not bad. <laughs> and then uh let's let's fast forward to Sunday here. So obviously what we were most excited about Xavier wins with the walk-off buzzer beating three by cash and it was cash. It was definitely cash. And, you know, maybe a couple of years down the line, maybe um, Kunkel will be in our DMS asking if we want some cash. Retire five. (laughs) Hopefully. Nice. (laughs) Nice call, by the way. Nice call. Retire five. Retire five. Indeed. Then Sunday night, Keeping it in Ohio, the Browns beat the dreadful New York football giants. And Sir Yacht drove in the middle of the night down to Cincinnati and drank Skyline out of the can. That's yeah, the next day. That, He's a legend for that. That was very, absolutely very big time. That is big time. And then the Bengals pulled the upset of probably the NFL season so far, at least. Yeah. Beating well, maybe Jets Juju Rams. and TikToks. Yeah, Jets. Jets ran themselves. And they killed yeah. me in my survivor pool, by the way. So thanks a lot, Jets. Appreciate that. Fucking Rams. Assholes. I'm gonna take it out on Andy and Fancy. It's all good. Um, we got that to talk about. <laughs> it's going down, bro. <laughs> we are meeting in the fantasy championship. And you know, 
Josh Allen is going to pull out his long dong and put it just Whoa. right on your chin. It's like that. I've already got the McCronin uh, congratulations on the fantasy championship video ready to go. So <laughs> you should be scared. Uh, I'm one to know all time, but I got to do. <laughs> That's how a good you, question. Have to, how do we keep getting McCronin congratulations? <laughs> no, the loser does not have to do that. <laughs> Too far. Too far. Frosted tips or something like that. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I'll, I'll frost my tip. No worries. Yeah, easy money. Coop, that was a damn good summary. That's a damn good summary. Yeah, so, let's, let's talk a I little mean, bit about that Bengals game real quick. Yeah. Because so, wh- what the fuck? Did, it, did anyone expect Ryan Finley to – I wouldn't say he played <laughs> good, but he didn't let the Bengals lose. There's a lot of quarterbacks <laughs> that have looked a lot worse against Pittsburgh on primetime TV. I'll tell you that. Um, can we just point out, like, every single one of his throws was underthrown? He, he was putting some zip on, I feel like, in the second quarter. But other than that. On, yeah. on his checkdowns, yeah. Yeah. He had a couple zippy throws. I'll give him a couple he, zips. He had that one to A.J. Green down the sideline. That was beautiful. Yeah, that's the only one I'm thinking of. That that was a beautiful ball. I just love that picture of him on the ground, like, cheesing. <laughs> that, that's, that is legend. That needs to go on a shirt. That's the best. Print the shirts. Andy, I just you're Googled on. this real quick. Sorry. You're for it. Just Googled this. Ryan Finley's Madden rating is a 56 overall. He it went beat. up. It went up. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context, this would be a quite a, a good sound bite. But yeah, I think if you I think if you take a graded player and Pittsburgh. If you take a graded player and put all of his ratings as low as they can go, I think he's like a forty. <laughs> that's not good. That's not that's not, not good. good at all. No, first source is not good. Uh I also loved a couple things from like the UC game again in the United American something conference championship. There's a guy on the back, on the back of his jersey. It just has his whole name, <laughs> just like Jim something. <laughs> I forget Did what the name of the, the. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And then there was a, a tall, so I think defensive lineman whose yeah. last name is just Player, and it shows <laughs> it. I'm like, okay, that's a glitch. Yeah, he's like a created player that you forgot to change his name. <laughs> Random yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's just like it's like oh, it's Jim Smith. It just says Jim Smith on the back of his jersey. Hey, look, that's Jim Smith, old man Smith boy. That, that is literally just like uh, a name that you just throw out there when you can't think of someone's name. Uh, Jim it, it's Smith. just Jim Smith. There goes Jim Smith. I just love it. You know, you don't see that nowadays. That was good stuff. Andy, as our resident Bengals fan, um, what did you think about the Bengals not even being able to lose? We can't even lose right. We like we are in full in tank for Pina Sue. We even had the banner in the in the stands that said Pina for your thoughts. You got a shout out for <laughs> Pina Sue on the on his IG. So that, that that's big. He's gonna choose to get drafted by us. I was happy for the shirtless idiots that went to that game because I remember before the game started, I was like, who the fuck would go out to watch this two ten and one Bengals team at night on a cold night against Pittsburgh just to watch our doors get blown off so i was happy for the you know the people that, that showed up the parson crowd Good yeah, for and especially when i found out the uh that like 90 percent of the um fans there were steelers fans that yeah. made it hysterical yeah per usual <laughs> like me yeah that, that's nothing new yeah like i guarantee like mike brown seeing all those um steelers fans like he most most of us would get embarrassed that they're the opposing fans are completely outnumbering their fans 15 to one. But Mike Brown's thinking, <laughs> I tricked these Steelers fans into Steelers buying fans tickets. buy tickets too, Andy. Steelers <laughs> fans buy tickets too. I bet you he's a huge Steelers guy because they're huge for business. 
that like they they keep Paul Brown Stadium afloat. <laughs> Even dude, I went. I remember one time I went to like a Bengals Dolphins game, and there was like a ten to twenty percent Steelers showing. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Get out of here! <laughs> like, why are you here? Are you just bored and want to watch football? Or like, like if you go to like beat ups on like a Sunday, like there's a shit ton of Steelers fans at any like any bar in Cincinnati. It's insane. Dude, it's wild, and the fact that most of the, that all of them went home pissed as hell was hysterical. Like, yeah, that makes the, me happy. The Steelers' excuses were on one yesterday. <laughs> I, I legit, legitimately saw had someone tell me that the Steelers lost on purpose. I they mean. were throwing the game. <laughs> I don't know why any team at eleven and two would throw a game that. When they're in a divisional race in week 15, I don't know why you would throw, but apparently the Steelers did. Was their profile picture Mick Cronin with a mustache? <laughs> <laughs> it was not Mitch, Mitch Cronin. Oh, okay. Or right. Kick Cronin. Just checking. <laughs> Sounds like a real Mick Croninism right there. It, like, that, that was probably the most wild one. I had people, I had Steelers fans complaining about the Von, Be- Von Bell rock job. While calling the ju the juju hit on perfect hit, clean, man. That, that was, was a, a good ass hit. Perfect hit, perfect yeah. timing. Shoulder led with his shoulder, and right when he was getting that third foot down, called it a fu- to cause a fumble instead of an incompletion. Yeah, I really thought the Bengals were going to give that up, but the Steelers have no offense, dude. Their offense is bad. It looked it looked really bad, but yeah, <laughs> was- that Von Bell, that Von Bell hit was a a perfect hit, not a perfect hit. So it was clean. <laughs> Well said. I do feel like the Steelers, you ever seen that meme of like, it's like that horse drawing that starts like super detailed and then like goes all the way down to looking like a kid draw it. Kind of, kind of like, yeah. like Game of Thrones. I feel like the Steelers are the Game of Thrones horse picture of football teams. Like they're going out horribly. Doesn't look good. I mean, three losses in a row, two of them to bad teams. It's I mean, causing people to leave group chats. I mean, it's bad, man. It's bad. Oh, yeah. It's bad out there, man. So uh, pray for a Steelers fan near you. For sure, I really uh, don't, because I mean they really don't have it all that bad. I'm sorry, you're 11 and three. My condolences. Yeah, I, I mean, as someone who has like been tortured by that Bengals fan base, Andy more than me, uh, you hopeful son of a bitch, I feel bad for you. <laughs> like I, I, it got to the point where I couldn't take it anymore, and I couldn't even support the franchise anymore. So like, while Julie like has to like worry about her team stuff, I'm like, well, it, nice must be nice even having a team that you can even root for. The Bengals are just a fucking nightmare. Yeah, like, but anyway. Like, yeah. the, really, the big reason why I was hoping the Bengals win, I mean, I love beating the Steelers. And, two, I found out that we wouldn't hurt our draft spot. So, it was a, it was a win-win situation. We're still third in the draft, and we beat the Steelers wire to wire. We, mm-hmm. have not, we have not trailed against the Steelers in weeks. For the culture, baby. So, boys, <laughs> one of my favorite things that's happened in the last week had to be the releasing of the college football <laughs> playoff rankings. Uh, I don't know about you guys. and I knew UC wasn't going to make it. Like, I remember like the night before I released that meme of like the Notre Dame kid, like getting all the love, the Texas A&M kid drowning. And then UC at the bottom of the ocean. I thought they're gonna be like sixth or seventh. I didn't anticipate they'd be like eight behind. Yeah, like, I was not expecting that at all. I personally, that was awesome. Sixth, Clearly, that a <laughs> <laughs> Clearly a Xavier fan on the committee. Clearly a Xavier fan. I, I was expecting eighth. I was sitting there okay. with my, uh, with my buddies were at brunch. Um, on Sunday, watching the college football selection show on my uh, on my phone, and it you know they unveil it like one two three four, and then uh, 
one of one of my friends is like, yeah, UC's probably like first one out. Mike, no, I think it'll be A and M, Oklahoma, then maybe UC. So I, I said, I guess I said seventh, but yeah, yeah, to show that they're not even close, like, Dude. I mean, that's pretty bad. I tweeted uh, my prediction, which I was sorry, Andy, I was predicting A and M in uh, the playoff. It was close. As I feel like Saturday. I mean, and, after uh, Saturday, I I said like, I mean. Uh, the entire time I said I was saying, all right, we beat Clemson. Now all we have to do is not get blown out in the ACC championship. And what happened? We got Narrated. blown out. The they ACC got blown out. Yeah, <laughs> they got <laughs> not bored, even fucking but, close. Uh, someone replied to my tweet and is like, "You got to consider Cincy, man." I'm like, "Look, no, I, would don't. I consider Cincy? Maybe, but the committee, the committee's not going to consider like, Cincinnati." Here's my thing, with Cincinnati fans. Like, if I was a Cincinnati fan, like I feel like I'd be. Here's my thing with Cincinnati fans. I I, I hear you. You went undefeated. But, like, the only good teams they played, they barely beat. No, they have no team that's even close to a contender. The only teams they even beat were, like, fringe top 25 teams. And then, two, it's like, I'd be, like, I can understand being, like, sixth. I, there's no way they should be above Notre Dame or, or Texas A&M in my mind. And then also, too, if you look at just, like, the eye test, you're telling me that's one of the best four teams in football? Come on. Like, my Florida's, dad even said. Florida would torch them. Well, so, we were watching the SEC championship game, and – uh, my dad, my dad, who's completely neutral, he does not hate UC. He roots for UC when um, when they're not playing um, Florida, Notre Dame, or Xavier in basketball. Um, so uh, my dad could not be more neutral. Stern are way better wins than anything UC has. Way better, and I mean, I, at the end of Saturday, I don't think there is any question that Ohio State wouldn't be in the top four. I think that argument was invalid after, especially after Notre Dame. Um, right, falls to Clemson and then Alabama holds off Florida. But the only argument going back to the UC thing that I could see it, that maybe there'd be a valid point there would be okay, well, if you put Notre Dame in, they've already shown they can't beat Clemson, even though yeah. they beat them once in the regular season without Trevor Lawrence. But sure. then you could say, well, AM has already proven they can't beat one of the top four teams because they got slaughtered by Alabama. So maybe UC deserves a chance, but I mean, I think anybody, man. A&M and Notre Dame get beat bad by those teams. Imagine yeah. what – yeah, I think I think UC would get beat badly by A&M. So. I think they're going to get beat badly by it's Georgia. Whatever. I think they're going to get torched yeah, we'll by see. Georgia. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully it's like Tim Tebow back in the day. Uh, what, what was it completely torches them. What, what old man picks say, Andy? Sorry, I think you, you lost a connection there. Yeah, dude, um, I, I actually kind of missed most – like the recording especially missed most of what was said there. Um, so it's we'll see good. where, we'll see where I cut it. Um, so we're watching the Florida Alabama game and it's just a shootout. I mean, Kyle Trask is zipping it all over the, um, all over the field. And then Mac Jones and Najee Harris are just running all over Florida. It's just good offense followed by, um, even better offense. And then we turn on the Misfit Toys Championship and Desmond Ritter's throwing a crisp 20 miles an hour. And there's not good football. It was not good football. I mean, overthrowing receivers. It was fun to watch, but it wasn't good football. No, like that. You go from that, and you're like, I think I'm just gonna drop UC to tenth solely for the difference. I there was part of me that was having like an internal struggle. It's like, do I want to see them not make it and and just like be completely crushed by the fact that they have no chance, or do I want to see them make it and just get fucking torched? By Alabama, because it would have been like 
honestly, like you would have had to like call the police. Like it, it would have been bad. Like just if my team wasn't in the running, then I would have been all for them getting yeah. in the. I, I, I think it's better just court. to have them have no chance. I think I, I think I like that better. Like you had an undefeated season and like it, probably the best season they've had. I mean, there was that one year they were in the BCS contention. I think. Texas missed a field goal or something, or if they would have missed a field goal, they might have made a championship or something crazy. Yeah, like they but finished like, number four. But this was as good as they've been in recent history by a mile, and this was like a magical season. And to get eighth, you're undefeated. Two and three lost teams ahead of you. Like, I bet you're just like, at least for me, I'm just like, why would you even care about that shit? Like, you would have to go undefeated the next like three or four seasons in a row to even like have a chance to even get included in that conversation. I, and like after we beat them in the shootout, they started calling themselves a football school. <laughs> And then uh, since that day, they well, kept not a basketball school right now. <laughs> and, I mean, I guess maybe try baseball. I mean, you could try men's soccer, but you know, you got rid of the program. But uh, so I guess maybe you're a baseball school now. Yeah, it's not good. Our last little bit of UC talk. Uh, I don't know if two and five is bad, but it's certainly not good. They For source, it's it's bad. I don't know a lot of teams with a less than one fourth winning percentage. Uh, well, yeah, less than 300 winning percentage that make a lot of uh, postseason tournament. Or maybe the all-inclusive. They yeah, might. that's true. Forgot about that. They could be yeah. like a 42 seed in the all-inclusive tournament. <laughs> yeah, it's, hey. it's rough. One of my favorite things right now is just going through the uh, <laughs> going through the post-game threads on, on Twitter uh, when they post the final and just, just seeing all the anarchy. It's awesome. It's it hysterical. Incredible. We're, posting. We're, just, we're just lurking. And then all the group chat stuff with the people that are on Bearcat Journal just, you know, giving us, you know, the deets. It's awesome, man. And that, yeah, they're it, it's running absolutely. a four-game four game losing streak right now. Dude, Tennessee, it's like – USF, Georgia, and UCF. And it's, it's awesome because the shootout's a big game just to have that shootout under your belt. But this would have been a big – it's looking like it would have been a terrible loss. Oh yeah, like yeah. Um, it, it started off like as a solid quad two win. Yeah, and then now it's win. looking I, like okay, thank I still think it's going to be a decent win. I think they're going to still figure it out. And and if there's any conference that's going to help you figure it out, it's the American. <laughs> if they were the, if, they're, if they're in the Big East, it's early. If, if they were in the Big East, I'd be like, woof, they'll be lucky to win like four to six games. Okay. Um, but in the American, I think they're going to straighten it out. I, I'm not going to say they're going to dominate or anything, but I, I think they might end up going like 500 in the league. Now I hope it just spirals out of control, and then they have to shut the program down. That that's my ultimate. That's my ultimate goal. Wouldn't wouldn't hurt me at all. Uh, <laughs> that's like in my dream scenario. Like, just it spirals all the way out of control, falls off the cliff. Um, but I'm just loving it, man. I'm loving like Under Armour buying them out because they don't want to be around them anymore. I'm loving the the people that want John Brandon out, and they'd have to buy him out. It's just awesome, man. This is great. It's not a good time to be a bear dog. Uh, the my one of my favorite things that's going on is after the Adam Kunkel buzzer beater. I mean, we are thriving. We are just like Xavier fans are just having the best day of their lives. We have in videos going around where uh, like social media is just a blast. It's different then, on this side, baby. Then you hear you see UC fans and UK fans talking about it, whereas <laughs> UK fans they are sitting here at one and five, and they don't have a shooter. Calipari. And, and when are you going to learn you need dad. shooting in basketball? <laughs> we learned that real quickly, and we got it. That's the thing. We went out and got it. If anything, we got too many. I know. <laughs> yeah, we have shooters from all over the place. So, Calipari did not even look at him. We have a kid whose dad played tight end at UK. 
from Kentucky, grew up a diehard UK fan, and he's just a, he's a proven shooter. And they didn't even look at him. And now you're sitting there at one and five and can't shoot. Absolutely hysterical. So thank you, John Calipari. And then <laughs> on the um up up north, three miles apart, you have um and uh, your crosstown rival who Adam Kunkel said that he wanted to come close to home. So that leaves real really outside of UK who didn't even offer him. There's two options, Xavier and Cincinnati. Cincinnati didn't have con- um, scholarships because they decided to give <laughs> a, a package deal to the Madsen twins who don't even fucking play. It's a strategy. And you know? guess what? They also can't shoot. I mean, it's, you know, we'll see how it pays off for him. Maybe he's playing the long game, you know, doesn't look good right now, but he's playing the long game. It is crazy for me when I think about it. Cause I think of Kunkel as a junior. Cause I just wasn't expecting to see this year at all. Well, it's kind of crazy. Sophomore. Yeah. It's crazy. to me. like, he's a sophomore, man. Like, Getting 20 points and a half. That's not, not bad per sources. And, like, the, the shots he was making were just ridiculous. The one on the but baseline, like the double pump double shot. Pump. I was like, holy fuck. I went crazy. That was I, wild. I pissed my parents off when I'm watching Xavier. I love that mid-range jumper, man. Like, when he's, like, coming in and pulls up around the free throw line. That thing is it's gorgeous. so quick, so pure. Ew. It stops on a dime. Yeah, it's a good time. I think he needs to work on his it, no, everything no else. No matter. Game. Go ahead. Sorry. And no matter where he shoots it from, it's like he shoots it thinking he's going to make it. Like his confidence is through the roof. Yeah, dude, he's 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 not afraid. I think we saw that. You know, his first game was a freaking shootout, and I think his first catch was in the corner, super guarded, just chucked the bitch, nothing but. I'm like, okay. And I then uh, um, Tua Holloway mentioned how his favorite part about him was during the shootout after he uh, uh made that one in the corner. Um, he chucked an NBA three up and just airballed it. But yeah. two smiled because, you know, this kid knows he belongs. He's got that confidence that he belongs. So that's something that I absolutely love. He's not afraid to shoot at all. Not afraid from any lash from his player, from his teammates. So like that, that just shows how comfortable everybody is with each other. Not afraid of, you know, not, not afraid of getting, of their teammates getting pissed at them for shooting. Kunkel, he checks. It's, it's the leg tat, man. It's the leg tat. It's got to <laughs> yeah. be. You don't have a you leg tat. You just got that leg tat swag. You got to be fearless if you have a leg tat. Boys, it's been nothing but just awesome times. The Cowards finally ranked Xavier, so thanks to the Cowards, it's about damn time. 8-0 with you know three pretty solid wins. It's about damn time. Boys, I was not expecting a win against Marquette. Let me be completely honest with you. I'm like a few, a, a lot of time off. Marquette had some big wins. You never know what Marquette team you're going to get. And if you had told me that we would get that Marquette team, I would have thought there was no chance of winning that game with, with what we, you know, all the time that we missed. Especially in the beginning when, you know, Theo John was just bullying Zach Fremantle. He was Fremantle really did not have an answer at all. I was like, I mean, I'm sitting there thinking like, I'm not impressed with Fremantle's defense. No, like, it hasn't just, been great this whole season, honestly. It hasn't been awful, but it hasn't been great. Uh, like he like because we expected him to like you know be that bully man in the middle and he just hasn't been that we're guy. Used to the, Tyreek. Yeah, I mean, we, we are used to that, I mean, yeah. it, and it's okay. I mean, he'll he'll get it. I think I think his big thing is like um, is his timing. He's afraid to foul, and he <clears throat> so he kind of just like stands there straight up and like these these big men in the Big East they they know post moves. They can do a little jump hook. It doesn't matter if you're standing there. You gotta actually. Theo John's about as physical or big as you're gonna see. In the Big East, and then maybe in the country. I mean, Theo John's a physical specimen for sure. Uh, not, not a mental specimen, but he's a physical specimen. 
And I, I, I mean, was he's been at Marquette for like seven years, so <laughs> he's obviously he's matured into ever. a really good player. I think he's a seventh year senior. Seven something. I don't know. He's been he's been there since year. like Obama was president. He's winning the Drew Knightsel Award this year for how long has he fucking been there? For sure. Perry yeah. Ellis Award. Yeah, the 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 all I can't believe they're still in fucking college team. The Brad Davidson Award. <laughs> Like, How the fuck is Brad Davidson? Year. Have you seen Brad Davidson? He looks. I need. I need the buzz cut back, man. I don't like him with like actual hair. Not I really cool. just don't like him. Well, that too. <laughs> Wisconsin's the worst. <laughs> Fucking hate Wisconsin. Did you see those jerseys that he designed? Yeah, I mean, I didn't think they were awful. Joe loved them. I mean, they were just I mean, kind of okay. Weird. That just shows that they're awful. That's true. Joe has terrible taste. Okay, I'm <laughs> siding with Joe here. I thought those were pretty clean. Yeah, they were actually really nice. I hated them. Maybe it's just because I hate Wisconsin. Well, it's Wisconsin. Brad yeah. Davidson. If, it, if it wasn't Wisconsin, I would have thought they were like one of the coolest. Maybe if it was like Brad, like Bradley. Bradley could have pulled it, it off. I thought I thought they were pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, and then boys, the Big East is a freaking blast. The Big East is fucking awesome. Overtime game, buzzer beater, overtime game, not terrible. And the, like combine the two, wasn't it? And overtime was the late three that went up. Uh, that put um Providence up. That was an overtime game. Yeah, um, wasn't it a late three in overtime? Yeah, buzzer beater three. So two. combine them two. And yeah, so two two buzzer beaters and two overtime games. Yep. So you got um, the UConn game uh, that went into overtime. That was that was a hell of a game. Book night is just my my new thing is going to be tweeting Daddy's home every time they lose in the Big East. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Daddy's home. I baby. love it. <laughs> Thank God, Daddy made it home. It's been a wreck without you, Dad. And yeah, we weren't thriving at all. Nothing we could do to get by. I can't wait for Nova to beat their fucking brakes off. This is my this is my humble UConn year. Like I want them to be good and like be a good brand for the Big East. But this year I want them humbled. I want Providence to go two and zero against them. I want Villanova to beat the brakes off of them. I just want to. I, I want them to get humbled for one season. So here's the perfect because you know we don't like we know we hate listening to the AAC trolls who talk about like how like that you know if UConn is good this year in the Big East they'll just talk about how they just. Like the AAC is that good. They they held UConn to fifth in the league, and then yeah, now they're exactly. dominating the Big East. So the best thing for that is UConn to get man like manhandled in the Big East the first year, but continually get better as they get better recruits. Because you know oh, right. the Big East helps recruiting. That would help our agenda for sure. That that would definitely help our Twitter game. That would definitely help the agenda. That would shut the Londa the fuck up. No. <laughs> Do we really need to shot, shoot Londo the fuck up? He was this whole offseason talking about how Brandon was going to be this, like, John Wooden coach and how Steele was a fucking nightmare. And uh, that's not really how it's played out. Literally, the facts shut him up, but, you know, we can't shut him up anyway. Yeah, fuck that guy. How the turntables. <laughs> facts only. He says with the office back, background. Facts only. Yeah, that was perfect. All right, oh, so, that's, boys. That's let's... no background. I'm at Dunder Mifflin. Oh, <laughs> I haven't heard any phones going off, so I need. I might need. Pam's not Walters doing her job. Yes. At, after hours, after is hours. Ronnie there? Because like, I feel like you know the phones aren't being answered correctly. <laughs> Aaron on the no, phone. No, Kevin. <laughs> okay. Oh, Kevin. He, dude, he cannot transfer somebody. He's really bad at that. Um. So before we get in, let's. He spilled uh, uh, Sir Yacht's chili. Oh, that's a damn shame. That dude's a maniac. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? That's insane. Uh, like he said, Sorry, he wasn't going to do it, then all twice. of a sudden. Like, he said he was going to do it, then all of a sudden he is in front of Paul Brown Stadium and his Browns are drinking Skyline Chili. Just do the Zoom background, man. It's I like, wouldn't do an eight-hour round trip, but teach their that own. That was elite, man. That it was blew elite. up on Twitter, so, I mean, hope it was worth it. Hey, he's a content creator. He's got to do it. Uh-huh. I feel it. 
Thank you for your service. All right, boys, let's talk Xavier basketball. So we came in on what? The seven, eight, nine, ten day hiatus? Um, it was a full so it was eleven ten days, days without a game. Okay. It was seven days shut down. Sounds about right. One full practice, and then you're playing one of the most physical, I think one of the most straight up talented teams in the Big East. That team is loaded with dudes, man. Wojo's com- most complete team. And they're that team a is, lot of them yeah. are young too. That team is loaded. And then they've got some veteran experience too, like Jamal Kane and Theo John and Kobe McEwen. Uh DJ Carton is nasty. They they've just got some players, dude. Dawson Garcia. That team is good, man. And, am, am I crazy to think that, you know, I mean, DJ Carton had a good game, but I'm thinking we shut him down compared to what a lot of other teams did. You did about as good as you could have expected. Yeah, to like do. you know he's gonna get his. He is Especially without Dewan Odom. I was I was worried about this game with Dewan Odom. I mean, because I think Scruggs is better off the ball. I mean, but he was – he's just a Swiss Army knife, man. He does whatever you need him to do. Scruggs is our leader. It's been that way. And, like, now he's just – now he's leading he's, in the stats too. He's first team all Big East, man. Like Big East player of the week? I mean, Jimmy Bukit's who? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think Book Knight's probably, you know, my favorite to win player of the year just because he's a fucking superstar. But at the same time, I mean, no one's playing much better than Scruggs at all. I mean, he's just dominating. I, I love the I love the comment like Paul Scruggs is quietly playing the yeah. What's quiet best about basketball? It? Like not like he has been. He scored. He's averaging like twenty three twenty three points a game his past four games. Right. Like yeah. he is balling. Do you guys think that we're getting a little overrated now with some of these things? I've seen certain power rankings having Xavier all the way as high as twelve. I think that might be a little high. I'd have us in like the twenty-five to eighteen-ish range. Well, um, so those are based on where we are now, not where we're going to end up. Like Ken Palm, that's predictive. The rankings that we see, like Jeff Goodman put out every day, that's what that's what they feel like we are now. So right now, I'd say we're playing like a top fifteen team. I'd say more like twenty, but we're, we're probably going to cool off a bit. Yeah, but <laughs> Nate, like, Nate wasn't. Nate didn't have any kind of hiccup. No, he did not. Man, like, contested threes, high arcing, just nothing but bottoms. Not He's got clear. Hall of Fame corner specialist, and I think that's clear. <laughs> he definitely has Hall of Fame corner specialist, without a doubt. And then, man, Kunkel, man, had his breakout game. I mean, two points in the first half. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you were expecting Kunkel to be anything crazy this year. Like, I was expecting him to be a nice, you know, piece off the bench, a little microwave when you need him. Uh, scores 20 points in the second half. And, uh, man, that last play, I mean, goodness gracious. It was just simply just wanting it more. And then and the awareness, back. too, the awareness and the confidence and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I did love, like, I think uh, Local 12 did, like, a little breakdown, like, like as the play went on. And, I mean, just, like, you can see him just tracking the ball down and then looking up at the clock and then seeing enough time to have a step back and then just having the confidence to release that bad boy. And then that's cash, and that's all she wrote. Yeah, as soon as he, um, as soon as he grabbed it, you knew that, um, you knew he was gonna, he was going right to that three point line. I love that he just took that ball, man. Yeah. I mean, Kobe was right there. Right Kobe. Kobe's yeah. like, nah, I'm taking but, this bitch. Yeah, like it was like, he just wanted it more. He knew that he had the hot hand too, so he's like, I'm getting this ball any way I can. He was set up in the corner where where he loves to be, but Paul Scruggs. Like you should have attacked the basket. And that was a good look. It was, it was a great look. I'm, I'm very happy with the original look. It just didn't happen to go in. But um, the Paul Scruggs, <laughs> and he got that his was hand to it. Ridiculous shot, dude. And, and then the, the confidence that um, Scruggs had to call that's cash. 
Yeah, that's but, cash. That's game. Whatever was said. I thought I'm it was that's both. cash. Yeah, it's, I thought it was that's new, cash. But it's the new Yanny Laurel. Yeah, hundred percent. Either way, I mean, they're both good things. Whether it's game or cash, those are both good. And man, that's just a ridiculous. If you shot. think of, if you think about last year, I mean, was there any time maybe outside of like a Najee Marshall three at the end of the game where we would have been confident saying that's cash? <laughs> No. I wasn't. I, there was not a single three that Najee Marshall took where I was like, "That's in." That's the only things that made me feel confident that might be cash. Were, <laughs> the only things that, were, that made me confident were Tyreek Jones dunks last year. That was pretty. Yes. <laughs> and anytime the ball was in the air, um, off our fingertips, I was praying. Yeah, I mean, and and again, just showing like the huge, just array of weapons. I mean, Fremantle had probably his worst game of the season. And uh, you're playing a, a really, really good game, you know, a really good team against Marquette that's had some really big wins, two, probably the best two wins of any team in the Big East. And, uh, you know, to win the game that way. And honestly, we probably should have won it going away a little bit. Jason Carter bricked four free throws down the stretch um, that were absolutely huge. And here's one thing I love about the team. I, I tweeted this. Um, so here we are. We have, we have, a seven, we have an eight-point lead. And then Marquette gets two buckets, and then they're fouling us. We miss four straight free throws, and then they get a four-point play. Teams in the past would have put their fucking head down and just sucking it. Oh, we gave it up. Now they got all momentum. What do we do here? Uh, um, we we gave up that four-point play, They and they tied it up. We immediately just attacked the basket and got a really good look and then just wanted it more. We missed the shot, didn't, and ball, still 50-50 ball going. We, Paul Scruggs is the first to get his hand to it, and Adam Cook grabs it out of the air and hits a shot with confidence. Last two teams, don't fucking do that. Yeah, I think our, our, our guys fought hard the last two years and had character, which you saw. I mean, the, the first year with Steele, I think that season really could have gone off the rails, and, and they didn't let it, which I think showed a lot of character. And then, you know, down the stretch, we played some tough games, like that UConn game took a lot of heart. But this is just a team that has confidence, too. And it's just nice to have those guys like Kunkel who want to take those big shots. You know what I mean? And, and, and Najee did, for, for, for the record. But he wasn't sure. afraid of the moment at all. No. And I love it, that about him. Absolutely it, loved it about him. But, man, that's insane, though, for a guy in his first year. And Kunkel wanted to sit this year out. So, and a guy really in a year that he was kind of just kind of thrust in there. Uh, you know, just to be wanting to take those shots in, in that biggest stage in his first Big East game. Um, pretty impressive. Yeah, very short amount of time. He's already made a name for himself um, as Xavier. And I agree, time to retire five twice. Not time to retire and five. 55 while we're at it. I watched Sports Center as much as I possibly could that day. The only time I'll ever turn on ESPN willingly. <laughs> ESPN hater. I hate ESPN. Oh, my God. Andy is not a friend of the program. <laughs> I, I still got some love for ESPN. I like some things that they do, um, but they don't love us, so I guess it is what it is. Scott Van Pelt loves us, though. Scott Van Pelt. I, I love Scott Van Pelt. SVP is the man. They, I mean, they've still a lot of good things they do. A lot of their podcasts are good. The app is decent, I guess. And then uh, SVP. The app sucks. <laughs> it's okay. It never a lot of stuff. What's up? It, ESPN Plus, you can watch all of your uh, American Athletic Conference games on there. And if you get more of those, those, there's like East cricket. Carolina cricket, really? Yeah, I think they have cricket on there. I, I watch American my sister's American Athletic on Conference it. cricket. Oh no, no, because it's very is the Indian Athletic Con- Conference. We'll have to get back to you on that. We'll have to get back to you on that, boys. I think I'm fresh out of content. I'm just loving life, man. It's Christmas time. Xavier's ranked again. It honestly feels like 
and I don't want to jump the gun, but it feels like Xavier's like good again. You know, I'm not saying we're like top ten good or anything like that, but it feels good feeling like Xavier again. We're seeing that good. number next to the name, like feel like Xavier's back. Daddy's home. Daddy is home. Boys, I have heard that there is a oh, also Marcus Walters was hilarious today. Big scoop from Marcus Walters, by the way. And I yeah, love no, getting I'll, DMs. I was say, from, we're not gonna, I'm sorry, I love, I love getting DMs from like actual newscasters like in the area or actual media members being like I love getting texts asking me to verify if Marcus Walters' tweets are factual. <laughs> that, that's elite. Glow up in the last couple of months. Definitely Marcus Walters for sure. Great well, thing like, about Marcus is he, I mean, it's not him that's making these claims. It's his sources and it's his right. job as a, a journalist or so. I've been told is what he tells me. I'm very close. Um, that it's his job to report what his sources tell him. People want to know. I mean, he's plugged in and he takes his profession very seriously. I mean, I love someone takes pride in what they do. You know, we talked about this with Bomb. And I think that Marcus clearly takes pride in what he does. And, and uh, I mean, he's just out here reporting the facts and trying to give the people, you know, what they want. And I can respect that. Exactly. And today it was Nate Johnson <laughs> missed uh, the team bus to CVG. <laughs> that could have been uh, big news. Yeah. I saw him on, uh, who was it, Kunk's uh, Instagram Live. So oh. he, he did, so he, he he did, did make it. it to the hotel in uh, Omaha, but – um, yeah, for a while, you know, we could have been a scary situation. Maybe he was stuck on a bus somewhere and had to get Matt Stainbrook to Uber him all the way to Nebraska. <laughs> Speaking of Stainbrook, did you guys see that picture of him that his pro team posted with like the mullet and shit? <laughs> so bad, dude. Dude's a unit, bro. <laughs> I mean, I never thought he was the most handsome fellow of all time, especially like, I don't know if you guys saw that picture when he first transferred. Like, he's got like his hands up and he's like, fat for western michigan i'm sure you've seen it with the goggles on and shit i was like oh god what have we done and but i mean he cleaned it up at xavier but like you know it's gonna be interesting interesting to see how that ages once he uh, stops playing basketball though you'll see like huge offensive linemen in the nfl then they retire and they're like so cleaned up and they look like like yep like mark schlereth or yeah exactly yeah or uh jeff saturday or something yeah 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 um but, yeah, what if Stainbrook, it's like <laughs> a few years down the road, he's got, like, a really clean cut. Like, he's got There's the fade no going. Way. He's, like, He's going to gain 50 pounds. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you uh, played basketball. He's got, the, he's got the long, curly, blonde hair with the receding hairline. I know, dude. It's just it's all bad. I love it. I absolutely love it. I wonder what Kenny Freeze looks like right now. I hmm. can find out. Yeah, there's one way to find out. Uh yeah, I'm I've been interested. Facebook friends with him since like 2011. Does he is he uh, is he is he active on Facebook? I'm not <laughs> really. I think he he does something insurance related. I want to say. God. Let me see, dude. I can't imagine what real life would be like being Kenny Freeze. Like being like seven foot two sixty two seventy whatever he is. Um, honestly, he looks. He, yeah, he, he looks like Kenny Freeze still. I don't think he's changed. <laughs> At actually at all. What's his hairstyle? I found a great picture. Um, uh, What's his Twitter name? His Twitter, his Twitter name is really funny. I forget what it is. It's like big, big something. It's really funny. Either that or Romero's. One of, one of their Twitter names is really funny. I'll have to search it and get back to you. <laughs> That's a great photo Andy just sent in our, uh, in our well, Twitter chat. Of Kenny. We should post that on the Roblox pod account right now. <laughs> that is a, very, Kenny on that is a very, pod. very, very good picture. We should get Kenny Freeze on the Roll Blob Pod, which reminds me, listeners at home, we definitely record these with you in mind. If there's a listener you want us to get 
on the podcast. We'll see what we can do about that. We're always looking for ideas. And um, I will go ahead and say J.P. McCure is off the off the market for a while. Um, third floor for it had him, so we can't we can't step on their toes there. And um, so, but go ahead if you want to hear a J.P. interview, go ahead and listen to theirs. It was phenomenal. Yeah, check them out. He, he's a character. It'd be really cool to get like Baggy Zave on here or something like that. <laughs> That'd be dope. <laughs> We could get also, a therapy session between Baggy Fam and Jess. Oh now, my God. That would be something to look into. That, that'd be electric. Roblox Pod, just repairing relationships since uh, November. <laughs> RBP. RBP stands for repairing broken partnerships. partnerships something. Nice job, Andy. Nice job. Like yeah, there it was. Team chemistry through the roof, baby. I have heard that there has been, you know, kind of a night before Christmas esque uh, roll blob poem that has been created by uh, one of our own. Uh, real quick, before we get to that, um, I do want to uh, make a little bit of announcement. This will be our only episode of the week. We have decided that we have j- done such a great job and worked so hard that we deserve Christmas off. Yeah, so. deal with it, people. <laughs> Thank us for our service. It's our podcast. We do what the fuck we want. No one's listening to us on Christmas anyway. We, we know for a fact you're, you're not listening on Christmas. Waste of our time, waste of your time. Get, yeah, like we're not, we're not going to do that. We're, we're not going to sit up on Christmas Eve <laughs> and have Andy, you know, spend two hours editing a podcast. But uh, you know I'd want to hear it anyway. But we'll be, we'll be back next week. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not, it's not the greatest to you know, sit here and talk about erections on Jesus' birthday. Yeah, imagine like being with your family and like, hold on, hold on, I got to listen to this podcast real quick. It's like noon on Christmas Day. <laughs> You've just opened presents. Hold on, guys. Before we watch Christmas Story, I'm going to got to dip out and listen to this podcast real quick with, you know, these, these air fans talking about being horny on the internet. So I'll be, be right back with you. Horny like, with minors. We're, we're looking out for you. I mean, for the six listeners that would have listened to that, you have better things to do. I promise. Spend time with your family. <laughs> hold on, Mom. Hold on. Uh... Hold that thought. Definitely (laughs) um, Christmas this weekend, but we can't forget before Christmas, of course, on Wednesday, which is probably when you're listening to this, Xavier plays Creighton. And um, so right now we record this the night before. We don't wake up at 7 a.m. to record a podcast. What? Um, Anymore, at least. We We have This is the first time we've done it at, uh, at nighttime the night before. But... It is the night before game day, and uh, with that being said, let's kind of get into the Christmas spirit here with a little poem. It was the night before game day, and all through the toss, not a negative thought in sight, not even one loss. The banners were hung on the parkway with care, knowing that for Biggie's play, the Muskies must prepare. The players were nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of Sports Center top tens danced in their heads. With Andy and his dump trucks, and me and Cap, we had just settled our brains for an off day nap. When out of the Centos arose such a clatter, we all rushed there to see what was the matter. The moon shining on the new fallen snow gave us a view of some things below. When what to my wondering eyes did appear but Big East coaches shaking in fear. Struggs is simply too good, said Ed Cooley. And Fremantle, too. He's such a bully. Also there in the night was a well-dressed man shaking in fright. It was none other than Villanova head coach, Mr. Jay Wright. 
Wright says, Nate Johnson is too dangerous at shooting threes. I agree, says Coach McDerm. That's why I dread December 23. As all the coaches run and shimmy up a tree, Travis Steele slams two grand on the counter and says, next year, let's make it three. Roll Bob! Merry Christmas, you rascals. <laughs>